Welcome back to another BizBite episode of the E-Commerce Badassery Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster. On last week's BizBite episode, we talked about how to determine what to focus on during Q2 in your business. But there's another conversation we have to have when it comes to setting goals for your business. For quarterly planning, I generally recommend that you put a max of three big goals or projects on your to-do list. And I say this because any more than that, and it's likely you'll be spread too thin, half-ass the work, and potentially not hit any of the goals you set at all. And we know how that can lead to a spiral of stress that keeps us from moving forward. It's better to be realistic about what you can do, focus all of your energy on it, and then if you've got some time, you can start one of your Q3 projects early or just give yourself a little break. But what if Q2, or any quarter you're planning for, is a really busy season in your business? What if you already have a lot of things on your plate like big launches or promotions or Maybe you even have something in your personal life that's going to take up a lot of your time. Well, then that becomes one of your big three. Let me give you two examples from lounge members that came up recently. One of them initially reached out to work one-on-one with me. And based on the next steps I saw as a need in her business, the most valuable support I could give her was my four-month consulting package. But she's about to move. So she couldn't commit to showing up on a call every couple of weeks and getting the work done. Instead, she joined the lounge and will book a few velvet robe calls when convenient for her to make sure she's focused on the right things. This way, she can access the resources she needs at a lower price point, and she doesn't have to feel guilty about it if she only spends an hour or two a week on her business right now. The only thing she's for sure going to focus on is moving through some product that does have expiration dates, so she'll use some resources in the lounge to help her do that. If you remember, it was about this time last year that I was moving too. And you know what? I had to step away from the business a bit. I focused on a couple of one-on-one clients and the lounge, and that was really it. I didn't have the time or even more so the mental space to stick to business as usual, and I just had to be okay with that. Another one sells zero-waste home cleaning products, so she always creates a really big marketing campaign around Earth Day. In addition to that, she still consults with her previous day job during this time to run a campaign she created while she worked there, and it takes up a lot of her time. Plus, she hosts a retreat in the summertime, and this is the point in time where she needs to sell the spots to finalize booking the location. On our quarterly planning call, she was asking us how she can manage it all while also making big strides in her business. And the short answer was, she can't. She's not superwoman. So instead, I recommended she focus on the things already on her plate. Selling the last few spots in the retreat, the side gig, and going all in on the Earth Day campaign. Ultimately, she's got to let the rest of the business run at status quo. That doesn't mean she does nothing, right? You still got to send your emails, do your postings. But for her, Q2 is all about working in the business instead of on it. She spent the majority of Q1 working on the business, and that will carry her through the next few months. Consider this your permission slip. If you don't tweak and edit those email automations this quarter, they'll be there for you in Q3. 
If you've got to step away to focus on something in your personal life, you do what you got to do. If you just let the business run on autopilot and don't strive for huge growth, nothing wrong with that. Of course, everyone's situation is different. If you can hire help or you have a team to pick up the slack, awesome. Utilize additional help wherever you can. I'll never tell you to try and do it all on your own. But if you can't, work within the rhythm of your business and your life. Plan around it. Don't force it because that's just a recipe for burnout. For you, maybe Q2 and Q4 are your working in the business seasons. For me, it's Q1 and Q3 because that's when e-commerce entrepreneurs need the most support to prepare them for their busy seasons. Remember, you started your own business for freedom and flexibility, so don't forget to give yourself some of that. Before we go, if you know someone else who might be struggling trying to do all the things, could you share this episode with them and consider bookmarking it for yourself so the next time you sit down to do some biz planning, you can listen to it again? Because if you're anything like me, you could probably use the reminder once in a while. And that's a wrap. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. I hope you're having an amazing day and I'll see you on the flip side.